0: This is Eye Guns Podcast. Hello and welcome to Hawks Eye Guns. I am Sean, and with me as always is Jake. Good afternoon. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening and uh, enabling us to talk about the uh, sickness that we are inflicted with. <laughs> not that we get any, like, we, we are entirely in the red on this podcast. We are not sponsored, or we do not get anything from it
1: except catharsis. Uh, oh, and, oh, and, and enablement.
0: Yeah, oh, man, is it ever... You know, Jake and I were talking just earlier, like trying to work out a deal here, and it's going to be bad. Um, so here's the deal: uh, over the past couple of weeks, since the last time we talked to you, and I said that I was done, I
1: and and, and we all knew that
0: was a lie. I am not done. <laughs> I am not done buying I mean... guns. <laughs>
1: I couldn't. I mean, it's it's a lie I tell often myself. Every time I go to the range with my brother, it's kind of like, I think I'm done. And he's looking at me going, Yeah, next time you show up, you're going to show up with something new.
0: Oh, man, is that ever the case, man? It's just. I didn't. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do sound like an addict. I wasn't looking for these,
1: okay? I really wasn't. Of course not. Uh, I could stop anytime I, I wanted. To.
0: See, I, I know that's not true. I've seen it work out too many times where it's not true. Uh, So here's the deal. Um, A couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe even a month ago, as we were talking now, uh, my father bought a Henry single single shot 410 shotgun. Beautiful brass walnut, the whole nine yards. It is excellence in a single shot. And my brother has a side-by-side. 410, beautiful, like, $2,000, uh, I don't know if it's a Benelli or whose it is. It's very expensive, uh, whoever okay. it is. Okay, can
1: I interrupt you with a question? Yes, sir. Okay. Why are side-by-sides and over-unders that much more expensive than pump actions and semi-autos? I would think that the actual mechanisms involved would be that much easier to build, unless they, I'm missing something. They are simpler.
0: They are... Uh, more uh, they're they're more classic but the the reason they are the way they are is two reasons one is histrionics it's just flat out histrionics right uh the second is workmanship Okay, so there's not as much, there's not as many moving parts, so they tend to use more quality materials and do more engraving and more touches like inlay and all that kind of stuff on those guns. They also normally, uh, the, they have two barrels, which have been forged and and you know, uh, uh, bore out and all that kind of stuff, and that process is expensive. So you're paying for two barrels where ordinarily you'd be paying for stamped metal parts and they have to spend a lot of time on the barrels. They also have to align them correctly, pin them correctly, and uh, you know, the different choke systems they put on them and all that kind of stuff. So there's there's more workmanship that goes into the double barrel in the in the uh uh over under? Oh yeah, on the over and under and the side by side than there is in something like a pump action or a semi auto. They also use generally, yeah, a higher quality of stock. So, like, where you would get a nice finished walnut on a regular automatic or a semi or a a pump, you get, like, burled, whatever it is, on a side-by-side or an over-and-under.
1: So... Uh, and we were previously buttons. discussing how much more expensive wood is at the moment. Holy crap!
0: Yes, and uh, you know they burn through those those uh, reserve stocks pretty quick. So uh, that's that's a piece of it. And you know synthetics, uh, but you're you're rarely going to see a synthetic stocked uh, side by side or over and under. Uh, True. They are very classically built guns using classic materials because that's what that uh, style kind of demands. That's what people are buying when they when they do that. You're not going to bring your over and under uh, as a duck gun. And, uh, you just bring if it's going to get nasty. You're going to bring a synthetic. You know. <laughs> Uh, you're not gonna put your your nice two thousand dollar over and under uh, from Caesar Greeny in the mud you know
1: well uh, I mean i I do know the guy who dropped one in the pond, but yeah that's what that was this. just a
0: tragedy <laughs> that's what that is uh, but but yeah, it's normally the workmanship and the materials and and the fact that it has two barrels that have to be bored and have to be mated and have to be aligned correctly so that they pattern well. And uh, that's uh, my brother has uh, a nice four ten side by side. My father has a beautiful Henry, and I didn't have any four tens to shoot other than Kayla's yield is.
1: So uh, you were feeling left out.
0: I was feeling a bit left out. So I'm like, uh, you know, like my my father's got the Henry. I don't want one of those. My brother's got a two thousand dollar four ten. I really don't need one of those. But I, I want to shoot 410. I just don't know what the hell I'm going to do. So I went down to the local uh, store with many options. And for 325 350 bucks, something like that, they had the good old-fashioned Mossberg 500 all-purpose uh, field 410, which uh, at two-and-a-half-inch shells is a five-plus-one. Not, not too bad. And it is not too bad. And normally, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the 500 because the the 4N kind of rattles back and forth. Now it's made to. I mean, they're they're built for that. But the uh, I've always kind of kind of been mm, about it. Uh, but the 410 is so small it doesn't really rattle. Maybe a little bit, but not much. You know, not more than anything else. And it's light and it's compact and it's got a 24 inch uh, fixed full choke. And, you know, it's got the it's got everything a regular 500 does, but it's in, it's kind of shrunk down. It's in a 410. And I went, oh, that might work. Uh, so and this one had a nick at the bottom. So I made him take another 25 bucks off. And uh, <laughs> I was, I'm like, it was a brand new gun. I'll, you know, and they're like, we could get you one of the box. Oh, no, I'm attached to this one. I want but you the nick. I want the I want you, to, you know, shit off for the Nick. News. This
1: this one speaks to me.
0: Yes, it does, and it speaks cheaper (laughs) than the other ones. So uh, I went and bought it, you know, which is another new gun. uh, Which I'm really gotten in the habit of buying new guns recently, which is weird. Uh, So
1: and okay, well I'm into once again. Are the ubiquitous gun shows as available and as uh prolific as they have been in the past Oh yes
0: uh they oh. they uh, now they're they're not as many right like before we probably had about 24 gun shows a year now we probably have about 12 so there's probably half as many but they have about one a month
1: Okay uh, so Leclerc, yeah. then comes the obvious question considering your original proclivities is why not wait for a gun show and buy something used <sighs>
0: I am spoiled. Uh, two reasons. Uh, one, I have gotten very used to getting it when I want it. Uh, ah, yes. And it's very addictive. The other thing is a lot of those older guns, I have or have had those those older models. And, you know, I, I kept the ones I wanted, you know, like my 870s, older than my father. Uh, my... My uh, uh, old Ithaca is uh, the 51 uh, featherlight is exactly as old as me. It was July of 76. Uh, you know, I've I've got older guns, and, and I'm fine with that, but I kind of have the older ones. What I didn't have was newer ones, hence the SS, SX-4, the uh, Fab arm um, Gray Hunter, you know, those kind of things
1: but but for the 410 you you weren't willing to go back and purchase something older and spruce it up you you wanted you wanted now
0: i wanted now and i wanted not to be embarrassed cuz my my father and my brother have <laughs> exceptional 410s and i'm just like oh crap you know like here's my make thing it, from 48 make it pretty Yeah, exactly. So what I intend to do uh, for Father's Day, because we have a Father's Day, all that to say, we have a Father's Day shoot coming up. Okay. I don't know exactly when this cast is going to post. It might be uh, after that. But uh, we're going to have a Father's Day shoot coming up, and probably, I don't know, about eight, ten of us are bringing our best stuff to go and shoot and we're doing all kinds of of ca- uh, gauge and bore so 410 shooting 20 shooting and 12 shooting so everybody needs to come with one of those um preferably all of them so you can shoot in kind of all the categories and i was not going to show up to the father's day shoot with a yield is single shot folding <laughs> backpack <laughs> shotgun it was not happening
1: you have to admit though if you had beaten everybody with it, that would have been impressive bragging rights.
0: It would. It would. Wasn't going to happen, but it would, <laughs> if that was the case. Uh, however, um, I I wanted something a little bit less. Uh, what the hell is that? I mean, it's already going to be bad enough when I show up with a heritage on my hip. You know, uh, I'm I'm hoping I could. You know, maybe I'll bring a different sidearm, uh, but. But it's already going to be bad. Uh, so I wanted the 410, and I went and bought the uh, Mossberg. So I'm like, okay, I got this. I didn't actually know it was a 5 plus 1 at the time, but when you take the uh, the plug out of it, which is hysterical. I've never seen another shotgun like this. The 410's plug. How you take the, uh, the plug out is you just load the tube with – because it starts off a, a 2 plus 1. Yeah. So, so 50 state legal, right? They could sell that and, and you could take that hunting in any state because it's only your, you know, one in the chamber, two in the mag. You're, you're 50 state legal, right? But since I'm not hunting with it and I'm going to be doing clays, I'm like, well, that's got to come out of there. And I couldn't find a cap. I couldn't find a screw. I couldn't, I couldn't get the damn thing out. I had to, I had to look on YouTube. (laughs) This old boy is just like, here's how you get the, the, the uh, plug out of it. You just load. Start loading the magazine. One, two, three, and the plug starts coming up out of a hole. Uh-huh. And it just you just grab it and yank, and out it comes. And now it's a five plus one. And I'm like, that's both genius and redneck, <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> of course, it couldn't come out the hole when the screw cap is on, uh, or uh, when the cap is on, so it would be effective. But it's super easy to get that damn thing out of there. And I'm like, wow that is literally redneck and genius, you know, cuz it just it just pops right out. So, I I felt better about having it. It's it's easy to shoot. I mean, it's a it's a Mossberg 500, you know, in 410. The Mossberg yeah. 500, whatever you want to say about it, it is a fantastically solid and reliable firearm. I am going to strip the stocks off of it immediately and shave them down and restain them because uh, i hate orange mm. uh on a on a gun stocks i don't know why they make them that well, actually yes i do because they're birch <laughs> underneath and they're white i mean they're bone white underneath so they put this kind of orange stain on them to kind of make them look brown uh it doesn't really work it looks like you know like a, a kindergartner picked brown but it was kind of orange brown it's it's you know and colored it with that it's kind of looks like that
1: I, I've actually seen a couple of them with the stock and all that being just a clear coated of the original white and that's actually kind of neat looking
0: it is kind of neat looking and I did do that on uh, one of the five because we've had several 500s in various gauge and it does kind of look neat because it's it's like this ghostly looking thing and it contrasts with the blue and the black and it looks it looks pretty cool uh, I might do that actually. Uh, who knows? Uh, there's, there's, it's definitely an option because it ain't staying this orange. But uh, there's, I mean, it's got the same thing every 500 does. Dual bead. Uh, uh, it's the the choke on it is uh, not a removable choke on a 410. They just assume that you're going to be hunting with it, so you get a fixed full choke, which is the only downside. It's um, not too terrible, but it's not bad because you're gonna you're gonna need a choke in it anyway. I mean. Like, if you want to get the distances that the other guns are getting, you're especially if you want to shoot clays with it, which is what I'm going to do, and I'd have put a full choke in it anyway, so it really doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, it's got a three-inch chamber, so you can shoot the big stuff out of it if you need to. I mean, it's not it's nice um, for for just north of 300 bucks. I know, guys, that they used to be cheaper than that, even at Walmart and everything like that, but one, you can't find them at Walmart right now, and two, gun prices are more expensive than they used to be. They just kind of are.
1: Well, everything's more expensive than it
0: used to be. Man, you're not kidding right now.
1: Thanks, Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, dude. We appreciate it. Uh, but you got a, uh, or are getting.
1: Well, yeah, no, it's it's not going to show up until probably sometime this coming week as we record this. Yeah. Um, I was doing my usual sitting in my chair, watching Law & Order, and just going through firearm websites just to tease myself. Um, And I finally came across what I have been looking for desperately, which is the same Henry rifle I already have, but with the side gate loader in it.
0: Okay, so what you currently have is the Henry Big Boy X, I think, or...
1: No, no, no. Henry Big Boy uh, Steel Carbine.
0: Ah. And this one, the one you currently have, is without a side gate, yes? Yeah, it's
1: completely tube-fed, and as you've heard me before, I got immediately shamed for the fact that it's tube-fed when somebody (laughs) looked at me and went, that's not how John Wayne loads his. And you're like, "Mm, crap. So... so what I've been looking for is, the uh, since Henry this year decided to start building their uh, rifles with side gates in them, um, is the newer version so that I could trade up. And I found it. <laughs> and I got excited, and I ordered it. I can't afford it, but I ordered it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, is the, the one you currently have, is that black stock or brown stock?
1: Uh, it's brown stock. Okay. If it's brown wood stock, it's 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 the normal walnut, it's the shorter barrel, so it's the 16 sixteen and a half inch barrel versus the twenty inch barrel, mm-hmm. and it's the large loop.
0: Right, so the cowboy gun. Yes. Yeah. And the new one you got, what is that?
1: Um See, the worst part about it is, and here comes the funny part, is I'm not 100% sure because what was described (laughs) in the picture were not exactly the same thing. But the worst part about it is is I'm happy with either one, okay? So either what's described is is the exact same one I have, which is the um, uh, steel receiver, um, blued steel, 44 magnum, 16.5-inch barrel, large loop carbine but with the side gate uh what was pictured was the color case hardened one the one with the um uh almost rainbowy oh
0: yes Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so i i'm happy with either one
0: you know I, i i have mixed thoughts on the case hardened one because the you can't really do anything to those receivers and you know how i like to mess with stuff so Whenever I get a case-hardened one, it's like, oh. I mean, it's pretty, but it can never be anything but that for me. Because the minute you start screwing with a case-hardened one, it loses all, it's rainbowy yes. and it loses its its effectiveness and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, uh, I normally prefer, like, not that. But, uh, yeah. but then again, you don't, like, mess with your stuff like I do. So it's no. fine. Well, uh, I don't have
1: the talent for messing with my stuff. Like I, do.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's talent. It's just the willingness to.
1: I mean, like, for example, certain things like, I mean, we go back to uh, my father's old 40 Smith & Wesson uh, revolver. You know, I was able to take that apart, clean it up, re-blow it, and put everything back together. And much to my surprise, it still functioned. Um, But I wasn't going to be doing any engraving, restaining of grips. Actually, I just went ahead and purchased a new grip for it. Um, None of that stuff. I could... Do the basic functional stuff on it with a little bit of research, but nothing artistic in any way, shape, or form.
0: I don't know, man. I think artistic stuff is just I, – I, I think people get too overworried about it and everything because it's not that hard. It's just like people are scared to do it, you know?
1: Okay. Well, he, he, here's something I finally figured out to demonstrate it. Can you draw a straight line?
0: Well, nobody can draw a perfectly straight line.
1: You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Can you for all intents and purposes draw a straight line? Sure. Okay, so you've got steady hands for all intents and purposes. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Kinda I don't have to, to carve. Yeah, I don't. I <laughs> <laughs> you know one of the reasons why I teach people how to you do stuff with lasers versus actually doing it myself is because I do not have steady hands.
0: Well, there are ways around that. There are ways around But I'll, I'll freely admit that does change your issue or your, your methodologies a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I could see that. I could totally see that.
1: So, um, yeah, I managed to play a little bit of a financing game with the rifle, which is why, even though I can't afford it, I ordered it anyway, which is um, the website was offering... Um, financing but with 90 days same as cash so what i figured is is that i could order this one put my the one i already have up for sale if somebody wants it hint hint um and yeah i may
0: do the same thing i may do like 90 days as <laughs> cash.
1: With you. yeah
0: because if you're looking for what i think you're looking for for it i probably can swing that it's just not in the same month
1: so, uh, yeah, so it basically I ended up, ended up being able to play a financing game that will make it so it doesn't actually cost any more in financing or anything of that nature because the two-year financing, the, well, it ended up being a really expensive firearm if I actually paid that thing off over two years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think we can work with that because if it was all like I need the money today or I'm going to consign it, I'd be screwed because uh, the... Uh, to further that story uh i had an issue i went over (laughs) i I went over to the ranch because i i couldn't wait to shoot the 410 right like you got a gun you got to shoot it right and i have a place to shoot it it's been raining solid here but i i took shannon's truck out and plowed through the mud so i could get to our place to shoot and uh lo and behold a friend of mine was out there shooting and, uh, him and his son were out there, um, you know, doing a hand thrower and everything. Cause you can't set the thrower up in the place we're doing. Cause it's just full of mud and, you know, you got a car battery and you're trying to use it and everything's wet. It's just, it's not a good scene. So that, and you like push the foot pedal and it goes down into the mud and now you got a muddy foot pedal. It's just bad. So they're <laughs> all hand throwing and, uh, I pull up, and, and he's like, oh, my God, what are you here on a Friday night for? Like, what what did you do? It's, first of all, my house is full of little girls because my daughter's having a birthday party. I had to get out. Uh, but I got a new gun, and I showed him the five hundred. and he's like, oh, man, that's Good. a neat little thing. So we Maybe shot that you, for a little I, while. I like
1: how your thought process to my house is full of little girls is I'm going to go out and shoot things.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, this is...
1: I can empathize, but I, I just thought... it there was. Is,
0: there is only so much. I am completely surrounded. Estrogen is dripping from the walls. I must leave. So, uh, love you much. We're going to be, you know, I'll be here for the actual present opening tomorrow at the party, you know, at the quote-unquote party, but today's the sleepover beforehand, and no. Uh, so, out I come? And, and uh, you know, we're shooting it and, and busting clays with a 410, which is hysterical, right? Because it's you know, it's not really for that, but that's what we're doing with it. And it's, it's fun. So, uh, he's like, so, uh, did you shoot your wad? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes,
1: well, <laughs> he obviously knows you.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. he see. well, he's bought a couple from me. He sold me a few and he's bought probably more than he sold me, uh, or traded for and all that kind of stuff. So he's, he's bought a couple. Uh, during the pandemic, he, he got a gun for his adult son. He got a gun for his, a long gun for his daughter, uh, who is just moving out. And, you know, he got one of the pistols uh, for me. So he's the one who actually uh, wound up with my Bursa. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay, what do you got? He's like, well, I got this thing, and I don't really like it. It's not what I thought it would be. Okay, fair enough. I've, I've, I've had that story more times than I can count. What do you got? You know, and he pulls out a Benelli Nova. Oh God! And I'm like, go on. <laughs> you know, I. And as a rule, and if people are like, oh, I cry I cry foul." Sean said many times he doesn't like Benelli. And, and honestly, a lot of the Benelli ones I prefer Beretta or something else because I I just I'm not a fan of their semi-automatics. And I know that is a blasphemy to say. I just well, prefer something else. I,
1: well, this puts you with two out of the three B's, right?
0: Yeah, Browning and Benelli. Uh, yeah. I don't like either one of their... Actually, I don't mind the Benelli automatics. I just think the Winchester is better than the Silver Hunter. Uh, the SX-4 is just better from the Silver Hunter. If you're doing what I do with it, which is target shooting, right? Uh, it's more the SX-4 is set up for target shooting a lot better than a Silver Hunter is. Uh, it just is. And if you don't believe me, get two of them and go out and shoot it 100 times uh, during the day at targeting and then see how your shoulder feels from each one of them. I guarantee you, you're going to pick the SX-4. Um, over that and it's just going to be easier to shoot but the exception about Benelli is I really like the Nova and the Supernova I do they are everything I normally don't like but <laughs> done correctly right uh, it has an over molded uh, the the Benelli Nova has that I was looking at has an over molded stock so uh, from the chamber back it's all one piece you know, that super ballistic nylon stuff wrapped over a steel frame, a steel receiver. So it's all one piece. It's got this elegant line to it. It's got a really neat shape, and it's comfortable to hold. And I'm like, hmm. And the slide is is huge. I mean, it's, it's almost a size and a half bigger, uh, longer than a normal slide, which means you can get your hands anywhere you need to on it, and it's comfortable.
1: Does it have textured grips in case your hand becomes... What?
0: <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes, it does, uh, just like an M4. And I'm like, this is nice. And here's the thing. Uh, the Benelli Supernova, the, the 12-gauge version, is pretty heavy. It's, it's over 8 pounds, if I'm not mistaken, or right around Damn. 8 pounds. It's pretty heavy. However, the Nova 20-gauge is 6.25 pounds.
1: That's a little bit more like it.
0: That's yeah. I mean, it feels like a 870 as far as the weight goes, and it's quick to swing because it's got a 24 inch barrel, and you know adjustable chokes and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, let me shoot that. He's like, okay, here you go. So I shot birdshot out of it and we're just killing clays with it uh with the 20 gauge because he had a 12 and a 20 he bought the 21st and he really didn't like it it wasn't it didn't have the throat or the throw that that the 12 gauge did now he's got he bought the uh 24 inch barrel and the 20 gauge which means it's a pretty as shotguns go it's pretty close in so if you were trying to do duck you'd really need a three inch shell to propel it that far and a full choke or a turkey choke on it, which means it's going to kick like a son of a bitch because it's light, right? It's 6.25 okay. ounces or a uh, 6.25 pounds. So it's pretty light. So if you're shooting duck and geese, you got to use a big pellet load and you don't get as many and it really doesn't go as far and it doesn't hit as hard as he wanted it to. So he went and bought, cause he thought his son would like the 20 gauge. His son hated the 20 gauge. So <laughs> he went and bought the big, 12 gauge supernova which is i mean has a i think a 28 or a 30 inch barrel his does and it shoots the three and a half inch shells and i mean you can slaughter things with that thing is a big heavy gun uh, it's a duck gun and uh, it's it's all black all well all the the novas are all black and he was like this is much better but i'm trying to get rid of this and the shop i'm you know, I, I bought it from, won't take it back because it's been used and they can't sell them anyway. And, you know, like, what do you want to do with this? And I didn't have anything to trade him. So I just bought it. Now, his son was going to take it hunting because that was all, uh, that was the only thing he was going to use it for because he didn't have a, uh, a light gun like that. So he was going to take it hunting, but uh, I bought it for $275, uh, which isn't bad since it's normally a $400 gun. Not too uh, bad. Yeah, it's had like a box of shells through it. Probably going to have another box of shells through it before I get it back uh, back here. So I let him take it, paid him the 275 on the spot and let him take it. So uh, I bought two guns. I didn't really
1: mean to. Uh one was just so I wasn't embarrassed. <laughs> Accidentally?
0: Yeah. One was so I wasn't embarrassed and the other one was just I was so impressed with the Benelli Novas twenty gauge that for the price that this guy was offering it for, I just had to take it. Uh it's it's well put together. It's very solid feeling. It's it's just it's everything you know, Stevens has I think it's the model um oh shit. Uh, what is it? The Stevens 320?
1: Is that? There? I you know I I've seen the Stevens um and I but at the same time I haven't done that much investigation into them.
0: Yeah, the Stevens 320 is about the same kind of thing. They did, uh, and I think one of them is based off the other one because the Stevens 320 looks like the low rent version of the Nova. <laughs> And the supernova. So I was like, hmm. Uh, and I always liked the Stevens. I had a Stevens three twenty twelve gauge or a twenty gauge that I wound up selling, and I always kind of regretted it because it was a nice gun. It was heavy, but it was nice, and it handled well. And this Nova reminded me a lot better or a lot like it, except it was better in almost every way. So I was like, uh, I'm gonna need that. So I did. I bought it.
1: Have uh, you had any better luck getting? Um... Polanna completely switched over to 20-gauge?
0: Oh, yeah. No, he's he's now completely switched over to 20 and 410. Okay. He, has, he still has an 870 that is 12, but that's what he uses for home defense. Mm-hmm. But all of his bird uh, or uh, clay guns are 410 and 20-gauge.
1: Okay. Well, does he point. need a 20-gauge automatic? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I guess my where I was going with this was a bit of self-interest was was, hey, that would make it so you could buy the Henry. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, there was self-interest in that. question.
0: (laughs) I would make it, uh, you know, that's and I may do some kind of deal like that. Hey, Bonnie, you want to. You want a piece of this, Henry? Or oh, you know what, the Henry? How about a twenty gauge automatic? Would you? <laughs> would you like that? How would you like that? You know uh, what? Uh, how much do I want for it? Surprisingly enough, it's exactly how much I seem to be short on this Henry. Uh, it's weird how that happens.
1: Uh... <laughs> uh, well, th- this this coming uh, week, I finally am going to get a chance to go sh- uh, shooting for the first time in a while. Um, I told my father I'd meet him at the range and cause he's finally gone through the disgusting process of becoming legal to own a firearm in the state of Maryland. And, uh, so the one that I sold him that I've still had possession of, we're going to take him out and let him get comfortable using it before I send it to him. Fantastic. But at the same time, that means I also get to take the Rossi 357 and the black aces 12 gauge out <laughs> and actually shoot them for the first time.
0: I can't believe – yeah, like, your your restraint is excellent, sir, because you've had those guns for a while and have not fired around through them.
1: I, You know, and it's, it's weird because I keep spending on new guns, but at the same time, I keep looking at what ammo costs. And every time I, – I, I just keep hearing dollar signs every time I want to pull a trigger. Well, there is that, yeah. I mean, I, I have finally started finding places that'll sell nine millimeter for less than fifty cents a round, but it's still I'm used to paying ten bucks for a box of fifty, much less twenty five.
0: It is not cheap right now.
1: No, it's not.
0: Uh, now at our local, because uh, the Remington factory just opened up, I think uh, last month the remington ammunition factory i have seen more remington ammunition starting to flood the stores that i have in the past two years i mean it's they are making it and they're working uh if if the article i read is to be believed they are working 24 hour shifts or uh 24 hours a day in three shifts to to get that stuff cranking as hard as possible uh so remington is back in action and i am starting to see the relief flood the stores
1: Yes, I haven't seen it up here yet, though.
0: Well, you know, this is the benefit of being a a actively consuming shooting state. Uh, we true it like they they come to the South first uh, when they're stocking ammunition. Uh, one because we're a little closer. The plant is in Arkansas, and Texas is right next door. Um, or thereabouts and it's just it's just easier for them to move to the to the southern states because we all shoot you know you bring the ammunition to the
1: shooters first you yeah. know whereas i've got the only Cabelas for that a minimum three hours in any direction
0: wow yeah three Cabelas in the driving distance that i would consider not out of the way
1: yeah, I've got the, we've got the one in uh, Christiana Mall, which is my, about 20 minutes from where I live, and then there's uh, the one there's one all the way up in PA outside of I think like Bethlehem or something like that. It's 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 out there. Um, that's at least a good two and a half about to three hours away from where I am. Or there's the one uh, there's a Bass Pro down south in Maryland that once again is about two and a half hours away.
0: Yeah, we've got a Bass Pro 35 minutes away, a Cabela's 45 minutes away, and another Cabela's 45 minutes away, So, which saw all the same thing now. And plus we have Shields. So we have four big boxes that we can go to in the area. Yeah, nope. That, uh, that's really kind of how it works for us. And Shields is really coming, coming with it. They've got um, three fully stocked shelves full of ammunition. Uh, This week, and I went on like a Saturday afternoon, not when the truck showed up, not, you know, when when it was available or, or, you know, any of that stuff. I went on a Saturday afternoon and, you know, everybody was still picking over stuff and everything. Three shells full rifle, pistol and then steel, uh, steel ammunition and and human stoppers, uh, which is what I call the defense rounds. Uh, uh, But um, they had a full shelf of of, they had thirty eight. I haven't seen 38 in a year and a half. They had 380. They had 9 mm Differing brands. They had st- stacks of 22.
1: Yeah, see, it's it's even tough to find 22 up here.
0: Um, in the rifle aisle, they had 270. They had. Uh, had 300 and 350 Legend, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> but they've had 350 Legend forever. Um, they had, and,
1: and loads and loads and loads of 50 BMG.
0: Yes, they had the, the tons of 50 BMG, uh, but they also had 223, 762. Uh, they had a little bit of 556.
1: Actually, actually 762 I've been finding tons of around, yeah. and actually not even at bad prices. What I can't find is a 762 upper. yeah yeah so basically if i want the ammo that's fine if i want something to shoot it through uh, i'm out of luck (laughs) yeah well Uh, uh, well with everything that's been going on from uncle joe and uh his mouth breather of a uh, uh new atf guy um i i've basically have come to the conclusion that within a year my ar pistol is probably going to be illegal
0: not in Texas, it won't.
1: <laughs> True.
0: Texas has already said we're going to ignore all that federal crap, and oh by the way, you can carry legally openly. We're going to do a constitutional carry here.
1: True, but <laughs> we're not that enlightened here. Yeah. So what I basically have decided I'm probably going to have to do is just buy a you know 16 inch upper for you know my pistol basically converting it flat out into a rifle just calling it a day right um but what i wanted to do because the ammo was so uh prevalent and so available was to put a 762 upper on it and i can't find one (laughs) (laughs)
0: like anywhere like not not even on the net or anything
1: yeah, no. Palmetto is. I, I've been on the notify me when available for a year now.
0: Wow. That's now, uh, it, and it goes okay. back to a lot of the other
1: things. If I wanted to buy something ultra premium and spend something like seven eight hundred dollars just on an upper, um, yeah, I could find that. But anything reasonable, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's weird.
1: Yeah. Now, the 5.56, 2.23 ones are, uh, once again, completely available. If I wanted that, I could find it easily. Um, You know, anything like 2.24 uh, or 2.23 Wild or any of that kind of stuff, I can get a 6.5 cream or or a 3.08, but then again, you have to do a different lower for that as well. Um, But, yeah, 7.62 uh, Upper, I can't find.
0: I wonder if it's because everybody thinks they stop production on them because they think they're going to be, you know, outlawed here shortly.
1: I don't know. uh, Yeah, I I might be just having to go out and just go ahead and buy a a 5.56 one, but I don't want to.
0: (laughs) Well, you've got 223 right now, right? I do have some 223 right now. Well, uh, I mean, the upper that you have is a 223, right?
1: it's a 223556 five, it'll okay. fire either
0: you're right so really i, I bet you that they just stop making them because they figure that they're gonna they're they be on a list
1: i can't argue with that more more than anything else is just the fact that if i if they're going to make it to the point where having a pistol brace on my um, pistol is gonna turn it into a short barreled rifle now that I might as well just go ahead and make it a rifle.
0: yeah, yeah see i I don't know and i I don't know enough about the I know enough to be dangerous with the whole black rifle situation and that's about it, you know because all the stuff I have is all either lever action or bolt action or something like that
1: and that's and that's most of what I have is. Yeah, most of what I have is is lever action but days. for years
0: now, your favorite your go-to was was black rifle stuff
1: uh, well you know for the most part yes I kind of started getting into the lever action just because I find them cool and because and they are the and the uh, uh winds were starting to blow in the direction of we're not going to allow black rifles anymore so I, I just, I kept my AR pistol just because I wanted something. And, uh, you know, they're just starting to create so many different regulations that I'm, I'm afraid to take it out.
0: See, the, the problem I'm having right now is, let's say, let's say I buy your Henry, right? Yes. That'll make my second forty four mag rifle that I cannot currently find ammunition for, even at a gun show.
1: No, oh, really?
0: Yeah. Uh, and I'm like,
1: God damn it, actually, 44 know. mag is one of the few things I can find.
0: See, yeah, there is no 44 mag down here. None. Um, well,
1: once again, different environment. Yeah. 40, uh, 44 mag is considered a one-handed pistol down there, versus here it's like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, uh, this is my concealed carry. Yeah.
0: Why are you walking with your knee straight? Uh, it's uh, it's. Uh, don't worry
1: about it. So <laughs> <You know? laughs> slightly different story. Uh,
0: yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, you know, I was, uh, I was at the, uh, the local big store here and there was a beautiful collection of Colt pythons of varying caliber. And it was a, they were being sold as a collection, 22 Colt pythons of different vintage caliber, and size. Twenty two, okay? Original, not the new ones, original mm-hmm. coal pythons. Most of them were stainless and nickel plated. Twenty two of them. Guess how much they wanted for that.
1: Well, coal pythons are usually in the nature of about fifteen hundred bucks, so more than that or less.
0: One hundred and four thousand dollars for the collection of twenty two.
1: Four thousand for twenty-two of them. Well, well, shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, some of them were heavily engraved. Uh, some of them were. So, but, so they
1: weren't selling them individually; they no. were selling the collection. The
0: collection.
1: Twenty-two right. of
0: them. That's breaks out to, if my math is right, just under five grand a pistol.
1: That's expensive. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm like,
0: uh, couldn't you buy? A, well, you used to be able to buy a moderately sized house for that here. Uh, you can't anymore, by the way. See the uh, aforementioned wood prices, but um, and you know, since everybody is coming from uh, California, like housing's kind of rare here now because everybody's from California snatching them up. They're like, wow, it's great to live here.
1: Yeah, give them another couple of years. They'll let's turn it let's make California. it like
0: California, you know. Um,
1: the popular bumper
0: sticker around Texas is "Don't California my Texas." Um, <laughs> it's you know because you get these people here, and and some of them adjust very gracefully, you know, um, but some of them are just a gas at at what happens here on a regular basis. I mean, there are people who open carry. Um, they're like. And,
1: it, and, it, and it's really funny that you have those people who don't recognize that the things that make it that are different, that they're aghast about, is what makes it a decent place to live. Right. Which is what you they know, were moving away from.
0: You, you roll into a modern sit-down restaurant in Texas or, God help you, a, a, a barbecue joint, there are going to be three or four open-carried pistols in the joint when you sit down. That's just how it is here. And I, I think a lot of people, especially out in kind of the rural things that are not in Dallas city limits, um, which there's a lot of Texas that ain't in Dallas city limits. <laughs> uh, they, they, they open carry all the time, you know, and, and yeah. the, the ones that you can't see, there's probably half the people in there are concealed carry. So you're not going to see it, but there's a lot of guns in, around Texas. Um, ooh, speaking of which. I don't, I couldn't remember if you had one or shot one or something like that. Have you, I, I swear I almost picked it up. Um, it was 200 bucks. It was a Taurus G3 nine millimeter. Have you had your hands on one of those?
1: Yeah, no. And they're actually surprisingly enough, really nice. It's actually, it's the first of the Tauruses that when I pulled the trigger on it, I went and I haven't shot it. I've, I've got a chance to dry fire one. Um, but it's the first one that actually had a trigger that I would say is acceptable and and worth buying.
0: I shot one the other day, and I now is, the, is
1: it the G3 or the G3C? Uh,
0: no, it's uh, it was just how many the, rounds did it hold? I don't know. I didn't ah, empty okay. the magazine. I shot four rounds on it. Okay. Um, but it had more than four. I I couldn't remember. Uh, but uh, I no, it wasn't the C. Um, okay. But, no, uh, I
1: mean, the, the the G3 and the G3C are the first semi-automatic from Taurus that, you know, in my own personal humble opinion, are actually worthwhile firearms to have.
0: Well, actually, I think it shot 10 rounds, maybe?
1: Okay, then that was the C.
0: Oh, okay. Um, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I, I don't know. It was a G3, and it had 10 rounds, because it had the... He said that this was the smaller mag for it. Yep. Uh, 9mm Luger. Yep. Uh, it, I mean... It was really nice. Yeah. I mean, I was super surprised. I mean, it felt quality. I have shot a lot of other guns that that were way more expensive than it, and they didn't feel as nice. It was, it was really well-behaved. I was uh, surprised.
1: Taurus, over the past several years, has gone out of their way to improve their manufacturing standards. Man. Um, they yeah. they also recently, and I do not remember off the top of my head the model number on it, but they just uh, added into the what they call the micro-compact uh, market, which is like the P365 from SIG, the Shield Plus, um, those uh, concealed carry ones that hold about 10 rounds that are itty-bitty. Sure. Um, they just entered that market as well with one that is, once again, supposedly wonderful for a couple hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, I mean... I- I I was thoroughly impressed. I'm like this is a really nice gun. I might talk to the dude and just go back and buy it. <laughs> I really might. It was super well behaved. It was uh, of, I mean
1: of their con- of their their common, excuse me, uh, current generation of semi-automatic firearms. They started with the PT111 Millennium, which was a disaster. <laughs> The trigger pull on that was so bad that it was—I it, mean, it was—it was almost unshootable. Yeah. Um, then they had, then they got into the the G twos, um, and the G twos were functional, not what I would call great, but functional. When they've made it into the G threes and the then the G three Cs, which was the replacement for the G twos, um, once they just they stepped up their game and it's actually a nice trigger.
0: I I've, I've been surprised. I uh of course you know I the only other automatic pistol I own is a Taurus Spectrum which is yeah, a, a, an excellent uh compact carry pistol. Excellent. Uh I was thoroughly surprised on how how well that thing works out and uh, this uh, the the friend who who got me into it uh is the same guy. Uh he just bought a brand new Sig So he's looking, sort of like all of us do, he's looking to offset the cost for that SIG uh, by selling his G3. And, uh, man, I'm telling you, I might just go ahead and get it, uh, because it was super well-behaved.
1: Well, well, a lot of people end up going with the Tauruses, especially now that they've become functional as their carry firearm for no other reason because they're cheap.
0: Yeah, and that's why I got the Spectrum, because it was cheap. And it was, um, this guy's a dealer, so I bought it from a store. Yeah. And it was it was $199, right?
1: Um, the, the long-term and rather morbid thought process that goes into that is that if you are forced to defend yourself with your firearm, the police are going to take it. It becomes yeah. evidence. Yeah. So do you want somebody taking your $600 firearm or your yeah. $250 firearm?
0: And you, depending on the police department, may or may not ever see that gun again.
1: Uh, you know, down there you you might get it in because they're probably looking at it going, gee, he wants that back. Up here they're going, no, nah, that's gonna be paperclips. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, um, and and that was the thing, you know, like I don't want to give up, you know, like my home defense gun is a Rock Island. It's two hundred bucks, you know. Uh, if I shoot somebody and they take that, fine, you know, it wasn't the Fab arm.
1: <laughs> uh huh.
0: Um, the pistol was a. Kind of a the the same thing and I'm looking at just G3 going man at constitutional carries coming on September 1st I could carry a Luger you know a nine by nineteen Luger and it not be very expensive I mean new, the damn things like like you can get them for under three hundred bucks oh yeah so and this thing being 200 I'm like man that's not bad. Uh, well-behaved at least as well behaved, not quite as well behaved as shannon's walther i'll, I'll admit that but uh, no
1: and and you're not going to get it that well behaved
0: but it doesn't need to be if it's a self-defense gun it's it's you know 10 yards or less right otherwise don't pull it run away uh
1: see what i'm actually curious and waiting for is you know uh sig started with the market for what they call micro compacts which is the small handguns that hold about 10 rounds sure Okay, Uh, you know, a little bit smaller than a subcompact, but holds more uh, ammo Um, about the same size as what used to be just called your standard single stack. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they got followed up by Springfield. Uh, Glock tried to do something by just extending a grip, which is kind of like meh. Um, Ruger. Yeah. Ruger just came out with one. um, And now Taurus has come out with one. I'm waiting to see whether or not Walther and HK are going to come out with something. I, okay,
0: I tend to think Walther's not going to because they just came out with the PDP, right? And I saw one
1: in the yeah, wild. But, and and but actually, that does make me think that they might. I go kind of go in the opposite direction because if they're planning on getting rid of the 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 PP the PP series the PPQ
0: yeah the PPQ and the PPS I believe
1: is it possible that they dump the PPS for something that holds more rounds
0: see I think they'll just do an extended mag on the on the if they're gonna do anything they're gonna do an extended mag on the PDP but that's just my personal opinion but
1: I don't think they're gonna uh, no do no that. no but but the PDP is still a though a compact we're not I'm talking about one of those little bitty micro compacts.
0: Well, yeah, the PDP is like a compact and then a standard. That's that's yeah. really what you get for the PDP. Yeah, I well, if you're talking about one of those micros, this... I
1: because the only thing they've got that compares to the micro right now is the PPSM2. Hold on, I'm looking at that. And that only holds at most eight rounds.
0: Yeah, no, I'm looking at that, yeah.
1: So the question is, is do they jump into the market with everybody else and create something that holds 10 because most of these what they do is they hold 10 in the standard magazine the actual carry magazine then have a backup which holds anywhere from 13 to 15
0: well they already i think they already do because the pp2 or pps m2 le
1: now see that's the same firearm as the pps m2 it just comes with an extra round versus having the six round magazine and the seven round magazine, you also get an eight round an magazine eight round. and, and um, bite sites.
0: Yeah. So I think they're already doing that as much as they're going to, because I yeah. think to, to extend that to a 10, which is too more, too much for a single stack. Um, I think they'd have to design a completely different.
1: And And that's what, all the other firearm manu or most of the other firearm manufacturers are doing. I guess I was just curious to see whether or not, well, um, Walder is going to follow suit. They've already, uh, redesigned their standard, um, compact and full size. Are they going to redesign their concealed carry firearm as well? Oh, I
0: think they're almost going to have to, to stay inside. If they want to compete in that market and it's quite obvious that they do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know that they could not uh, if they want to stay relevant because otherwise yes. SIG and Taurus and everybody else are going to walk over the top. Glock are going to walk over the top of them.
1: Well, yeah, because you can buy something about the same size as a PPS M2, if not smaller, because the P365 is actually smaller.
0: Yeah, so is the Ruger.
1: Um, and you could buy one of those that holds from 10 to 15 rounds versus that which holds from 6 to 8.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of, I mean, they're already playing catch-up. I mean, because the PDP was a reaction to the SIG, right? It It, it is. Um, and, and they were getting beat in service revolvers, left, right, and backwards. Um, now, of course, Shannon has the CCPM, too, but, um, you know, she's a special case, right? There are yeah. very few large-handed men who would consider a a compact 9-millimeter single-stack service weapon is adequate. Now, Shannon does because she gets a 9-millimeter and a package she can handle, right? Yes. Um, which is a big deal for her. And, and, uh, and
1: really what it comes down to personally even then was a male with, small, with smaller hands. I would carry something like that as a concealed carry, but I would not carry something like that as a duty firearm. Right.
0: Now, the thing about Shannon is she, her main weapon is not the sidearm, it's the
1: shotgun. Uh,
0: so there's a little bit difference there, right? Uh, because she has a extended tube Mossberg that she carries around in 12 gauge that...
1: Will splatter people.
0: Yes. Uh, and that's the main thing, Right. Uh, she went specifically out to be the person in her vehicle who is rated for shotguns. And she got her shotgun rating with that as well. So she can do an 870 or a Mossberg 500. And of course their company picked the Mossberg 500. Why? Because it's cheaper,
1: which well, is why most get them right now, the Remingtons aren't available anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, this is several years ago. This is about two years ago, but even then they were getting a little bit more rare. Um, and I, I hope somebody picks them up. I really do, because uh, the 870 is a fine pump-action shotgun, arguably the finest on the planet. However, for years, years, decades even, Mossberg has been kicking the crap out of Remington and every other manufacturer because they can produce a rugged, quality, reliable shotgun for under 300 bucks, and... Any law enforcement agency out there, okay, you need how many of these? You need 50. Okay, so 50 times anything gets expensive, right? But if it's the difference between $275, which is what uh, you can find most Mossberg 12-gauge pump actions for uh, uh, pre-COVID or (laughs) uh, pre-COVID $375 uh, for a Remington 870, Which one are you going to pick? You know, I mean, it's it's and both of them are as reliable. Both of them will last a long time or at least as, you know, as long as the other one will. Of course, you're going to pick the Mossberg. Of course you are. And to cycle that back around, most police uh, departments, because generally speaking, they are cheaper than a SIG will do a Glock. Right. As the service weapon that they issue you.
1: Now, actually, that's changing dramatically.
0: Yeah. Right now, I'm talking about pre-COVID in the last couple of years or before the last couple of years. Right now, though, we've seen kind of a shift in that, which is very interesting to me. Uh, As you said, Glock isn't it anymore.
1: No. I mean, uh, a lot because you can they can buy for. Something reasonable for law enforcement, a 320 that's already up, that's not just optics ready, but optic equipped. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sig a lot of them are doing. That's yeah. what a lot of them are doing. Uh,
0: and, and it is. And they'll go right to a nine millimeter and they'll go to the SIG. Um, now, the U.S. military did the same thing over Glock. Now, Glock suggests that there's some shadiness with that. And there may or may not have been. <laughs> However, the one thing that they said, and the reason they picked it over the Glock, which is true, is that the SIG can be adjusted for the size of the user, and the Glock oh,
1: could not. Absolutely. you can. The, the, everything on a SIG is interchangeable, or at least on the 320 series.
0: And previously, if you had people with, say, smaller hands... This was a problem when you had a full framed automatic nine millimeter and the person trying to shoot with it cannot hold on to it properly, uh, which reduces their scores. So,
1: and, and SIG has finally stepped up and did something that I thought they should have done from the beginning, but they have finally started doing it, which is rather than having you buy a complete firearm and and you can still buy a complete firearm. But rather than you having to buy a complete firearm and then modify it from there if you want, you can buy what they call the fire control unit, which is the actual technical serial number part of the firearm, and then build it from there.
0: Makes kind of you a know,
1: difference. Buy the grip you want, buy the slide you want, you know, and you can it's configurable in about a, a million different ways. Um, but yeah, I've always I wondered for years why they didn't just sell the actual serial serialized part and let people just buy the grips, slides, barrels, springs, and all that, that they wanted for it uh, versus having to buy a complete firearm and then modify from there. Uh, And they finally did it.
0: I mean, it, it's, it, it will make a difference. And I honestly think the configurable part, and this is what the military said too, the configurable part of it is what made them win the contract. And,
1: And it's even gone beyond the fact that it just has to be a polymer firearm anymore. They've got, you know, complete aluminum uh, grips uh, modules now as well. You can do whatever you want with the firearm.
0: I mean, uh, SIG is kind of out-glocking Glock. I mean, they were... uh, Glocks have always been heavily modifiable, but one of the things that you couldn't do with a Glock is you were stuck with the polymer frame, and you were stuck with the original frame that you had, and it wasn't adjustable. And uh, now Walther has an adjustable frame. Yeah. Sigs have adjustable frames, Uh, more than adjustable. Uh, I think this is going to be more prevalent as handguns evolve because there's a lot more that you can do with them now and a lot more um, variety that exists that people expect of them. Uh, they expect to be able to modify it to their use or their need or their hand or their whatever it is that they're doing. They expect that.
1: Well, the the other part about it is is that you can buy a six-hour firearm as a complete firearm if you want and have a out of the box ready to go complete firearm that is splendid. Now you can modify it as you choose. Whereas if you buy a Glock, and, and anybody here who's ever bought one knows exactly where I'm about to go with this, which is the first thing you do when you buy a Glock is start figuring out how to make it better. Yeah. Obviously the sights have to go. So there so you've the already, trigger is garbage.
0: All right, let's okay. fix that. You know exactly.
1: Yeah. So so immediately from whatever it is that you spent on your Glock, you are then immediately spending another couple hundred dollars on pieces and parts to make it make it what you want it to be. Whereas with the Sig, it can come out of the box as a complete firearm, and then you can do what you want with it.
0: Yeah, I I really like when Shannon was serving as a federal law enforcement officer. The gun that gave her was a forty cal Sig, and Ew. you know I uh, it, it was uh, she loved the Sig. She hated that it was forty caliber. Yes,
1: um,
0: but she has always talked well about that gun because it was one of the very few that she felt was a quality firearm that she could pull the trigger on correctly uh that she could hold on to correctly all that kind of thing and they they were able to adjust it for her whereas um people who who wanted the glocks because quote unquote glock is best you know it's the best you could have The Glocks were miserable for her. You know, they were too big. They couldn't be adjusted. They couldn't adjust anything on them without buying new parts, and you weren't allowed to do that because it was a government-issued weapon. Um, There was just not as much there for her. And, I, you know, I've made no secret that I'm not a huge Glock guy. I'd prefer something else. Um, Normally I gravitate towards, you know, lately. Walther. Yeah, Walther, (laughs) uh, you know, Taurus, those kind of things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've never, I don't think I've owned a SIG. I don't think I have, because I've never wanted to pay the money for it, you know, because they're,
1: I, I, what I kind of found out eventually is they're the firearm that I shoot the best. They're the ones I'm the most comfortable shooting. So if that's the case, as much as I keep trying to find excuses to do otherwise, well, I go anywhere else. Now, I have considered buying, you know, one of the inexpensive Tauruses to throw in my backpack for the the previously discussed reasons.
0: Yeah, but pretty sure I'm going to do that.
1: But at the same time, uh, you know, I I don't enjoy shooting a Glock. Uh, Okay, and we can jump over this discussion from last time right away. I don't enjoy shooting a Smith & Wesson. Um, (laughs) um, As much as I've wanted to like things like the Beretta, I don't. Yeah, um, you know, the, the only one that I keep going back to and it just doesn't well wow me as much as the SIG. But once again, being it, it's an it's expensive firearm, which is the H&K's, um, you know, I'd I'd almost if I could find another P30 SK might pick one of those up again if it was the right price. But at the same time, I'm not in a hurry and it's not something I feel like I need.
0: Yeah, and there's that. You know, I I don't feel like I need anything else, but you know, the I could find a use because constitutional carry's coming. Uh and I can open carry. Man, I I just keep thinking about that G3 going I could carry that. Yeah. I could carry that and I wouldn't care if if, you know, it got confiscated if I shot somebody. Because it served its purpose. You know, it protected me when it needed to, and now I'll just go get another one. <laughs> See if they'll give me that it, one
1: back. Exactly.
0: Because uh, I could replace it for under 300 bucks, and it would be just as good. And I I can't really be upset about that, and I think that's what I would do.
1: And, and, and the worst part about it is the other one that I've had before that I've considered... Going out and grabbing again, which is going back to that same process of my God, if it's, if if it, something happened to it, it's going to get confiscated, which is a little ankle gun. I was thought about going back to the little cars. <laughs> now, once again, it's not it's, it's a it's a three hundred dollar firearm. Um, you know, just rather than the um, P two thirty eight Legion that I actually have, <laughs> which once again is nice and small, but it's also not exactly cheap. And the, the other part that that's actually that's like makes a five hundred.
0: Fifty dollar thing now, isn't it?
1: Well, no, it's more than that. Is the it region? really? Yeah. Um, and that actually kind of goes back to a lot of the things that I've that I have. I don't want to replace because I haven't actually spent that much money on them. Yeah. Uh, and, and the reason being is is I was lucky enough to be for a period of time to be buying at store cost and being paid in store credit for the time that I was working. So. A lot of these things cost me nothing but time.
0: Yeah, it kills me that you gave some of those up.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, let's for example, the, the P-208 is anywhere from a, um, if for the standard model, is about a five and a half. For the Legion model, is a $700 firearm. Oof. Yeah, and to say that I got it for a disgustingly less amount of money than that, and once again cost me nothing out of pocket, is an understatement. Uh, my p my uh, p229 usually a at a minimum a $900 firearm and once again I I'm I'm being nice to the guy who sold it to me by not telling people what I' would actually paid for it so people wouldn't aren't showing up demanding similar uh, treatment but what I paid for that once again not even out of pocket just out of time that I spent working there uh, it, it would it's just it's disgusting little so I don't want to have to try to replace these things. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't, I I wouldn't either. I mean, I, I the, and I, I'm kind of backwards from you. I look at all, or maybe I'm not, but I look at all the pistols and go, those are a tool, right? Those are, except for the heritage, The those are a tool. Those are for safety. Those are for defense and all that kind of stuff. The long guns are what I play with. Mm-hmm. You know, I just can't see spending, for me, I can't see spending that much on a, you know, because you can get reliability for a lot less you really yes. can especially um, these days yeah i mean it's uh, everything everybody's really up their quality um
1: now now if, if you spend 150 dollars on a sky and the thing doesn't work okay for you, that's you your fault you expected
0: yeah that's your fault you should know better you should have read something before you bought that sky
1: i mean i know th- i know they come in pretty colors but please
0: get a pk 360 Or 380, you know, get (laughs) like those come in great colors, too. Some of the Rugers come in great colors. Get a damn Ruger.
1: Actually, your Taurus is coming pretty colors. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Well, women buy Taurus. Who knew? Uh, Women, but for the most part now, I have met several that would put this concept to shame. But for the most part, they're coming in looking for a bargain.
0: Yeah, I want a gun. I don't want to pay a lot for it. This is—it's hey. sort of like they're—they're they're shopping for a new insurance policy. Yeah, I yeah. need one, but I don't want to pay a lot. Yeah,
1: for this. we shop for guns the way they shop for shoes.
0: Yes. No, very much so. Ooh, that's okay. pretty. Different. What's yeah, that? Do? <laughs> Who makes that? Where did? Oh, it's Italian. Ooh, I must have it. You know, I mean, it's exactly. I mean, oh, it's no. German. Oh, so sexy. <laughs>
1: <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, it... and we, and we accessorize them like,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. It's so my, bad. My six
1: got a new pair of earrings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Isn't, isn't she pretty?
0: It's a look at this. It's pretty like a girlfriend. I don't have one of those anymore cause I spent all my money on this, but <laughs> it's pretty like her. Look at that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I looked at that and went, Hmm. You know, I I put a couple rounds through it, and I expected it to be very snappy, you know, and just pop the, the front end up really hard. No. And it really doesn't. No. I was thoroughly impressed with it because I had heard, and I guess this is from the first generation when Taurus was branching out into automatics. They were well,
1: just this said, side if, of if, terrible. If, if you really just want to have some a, a laugh, if you ever go to one of the... Uh, shops that have ranges where they'll let you try out one and you see a PT-111, just ask them for that and one bullet.
0: (laughs) I'd like one bullet, please.
1: Just one bullet. I just want to know because I've heard so much about it. And, uh, you know, even if you just take it in dry fire, you're going to feel the the crunchiest, nastiest, uh, usually with a handgun trigger, even though a lot of times the striker fire ones are a little bit on the crunchy side, you can actually kind of feel right before it's going to break. Right. I mean, it's just like that with any trigger, but, you know, that's basically the handgun. You to get it right towards that, and then you can let it back in for the reset. A PT-111, you know, was so crunchy that you couldn't tell where it was going to break. Here? Or at no, least I could. Uh, I'm sure now, there's somebody out there with a millennium going, that is a damn fine firearm, <laughs> sir. Um All I know is that I couldn't.
0: No, there's not. There's nobody out there saying that. I I'm pretty <laughs> sure... I, I, they, they got away from that is so, so fast. I mean, but the G3, I handle what well, that felt and shot like a quality firearm.
1: It does. Uh, and it'd be perfectly blunt. I actually like the trigger on that better than I do the Smith and Wessons.
0: You know, I have heard a lot of people trashing Smith and Wessons here recently, especially the shields.
1: Um... Well, the shields have always had a bit uh, n- and not necessarily the greatest trigger under the sun, but. Um, they, they've definitely been improved, without question. Um, the, the the Shield Plus actually has a rather decent trigger on it, but I think the, the Taurus has actually jumped fat farther than the, than the Smith did.
0: Oh, Taurus has come a long way in a couple of years. I mean, they've always had, in my personal opinion, okay, and that's all it is, they've always had excellent, excellent revolvers, uh, at least as long as I, everyone I've ever picked up has been not only a pleasure to shoot but a quality you know quality materials good to handle uh they 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 have been excellent revolvers every one i've picked up i have not handled up until the spectrum i had not considered carrying a taurus the spectrum just shattered that all the hell uh it is a lot of reliability for in a small package for a small price it is uh, it, it does exactly what it was designed to do. And every time I think about this G3, I'm like, God, that's so nice for, you know, like I could get that and, and it'd work and work well. And I bet you I could shoot the hell out of that and it would be fine. Every time I look at it, it's just like, man, that'd be cool <laughs> for, for that amount of money. <laughs> even if I needed to put different sites on it or, you know, something like that, it's,
1: well, it's not going to come with night sights, but no. at the same time, it's it, it, the, the three dots on there are not bad at all. No,
0: I was really surprised. And this was just a bone stock G3, and you know, the guy's like, look, give me 200 bucks for it. I'm like, why? What's wrong with it? He goes, actually, nothing. He says, oh, it's and not only that, that's,
1: that's, he's only giving up from what he probably purchased it for, like 50 bucks.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and, and he's like, it's a great gun. You know, it's just that this SIG is a lot more, <laughs> a lot more, uh, cause he's prepping like, there's a lot of people, there's a, a thing in Texas where everybody's prepping for open carry. Right. So they're going from these small three eighties and compact nines to
1: <laughs> like, you
0: cannot get your hands on a 1911 in Texas right now.
1: <laughs> like
0: everybody's going to 45. Or a 1911 and nine millimeter. You know they're going for these big ass. You know 1911s and and you know like a government model went from. I mean they were never cheap. That went from like a thousand to twelve hundred to like $2,500. 2, because you that's what they're going for down here. Everybody's prepping for constitutional carry and apparently the nice shiny hood ornament to have is a 1911. Of course it is, I mean, especially if
1: you can get in 10-millimeter then.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, you can, but most of it's 45, Um which I'm like, why are you doing this? You can't buy or find forty five caliber ammunition down here. Like, but you can it,
1: find 10-millimeter. That's yeah, what I said. Yeah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you can. And, and they're getting nines, you know, like a 1911 and 9-millimeter, which is super popular. I mean, Kimbers are flying off the shelf down here. Mm-hmm just because everybody's like, I'm going to be able to carry it, you know, so it's all flash and flare and all that kind of thing. But I think this G3 might be what I do. And I, I'm preparing for open carry as well. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not throwing stones at those guys. I'm doing the exact same thing. It's like, wow, a full-framed uh, automatic could be uh, super handy, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: and this G3 looks else, like... If nothing else you be carrying it open, nobody's going to bug you.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh no, I mean it's it'll be you you will see Texas will look like a freaking militia. Uh like you'll get off the plane everybody's armed. Um not that they're not now, you just can't see it, right? <laughs> uh so it's it's super exciting. Uh we're we're all looking forward to it in Texas, apparently some of us more than others, uh with their 1911s. I saw a uh I'll tell you the story and then we can go, but the I was at uh, I can't remember where I was. Oh, I remember. I was at the range with one of my friends. Uh, he paid my way in. I don't generally pay for that, but he wanted somebody to shoot with. So he's like, hey, I'll pay your way for today. No problem. I'm like, cool. So we go in there and this is the range that all the local police officers go to to shoot. And mm-hmm. the detectives and, you know, the the rangers and all that kind of stuff. Well, there's this Texas ranger standing outside. And I I was walking up, my my buddy's friends with him and everything, and he's wearing starched Wranglers, ostrich quill <laughs> boots, a giant hat with a Texas Ranger badge on it, and so a, you're
1: saying so so you're saying he fit every stereotype out there.
0: every stereotype. Now he's wearing a big wide leather belt with two mags on one hip, and and I am not kidding, okay. A gold-plated 1911 with mother-of-pearl
1: grips <clears throat> in the holster. Now, is it was it the uh, the Donald Trump version? No,
0: it was not the Trump gun, but it was engraved within an inch of its life, probably ninety ninety-five percent coverage. And I'm like, yeah, are the, you are you gonna shoot that? <laughs> like, the, he goes, the, yeah.
1: The people who are making the gold Trump gu- and and stainless steel Trump guns have actually replaced it with the We the People gun.
0: <laughs> that I might actually do. You know, <laughs> hold on, I, I gotta oh. see this thing. We the People, 1911. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We the People, 1911. Oh
1: wow. Okay. Yeah, just as ostentatious. It just doesn't have a Trump's picture on the side of it.
0: No, yeah, it's exactly, exactly. Although this one I'm looking at doesn't look too big. This is a Sig that's uh, it's like washed out. Almost like galvanized looking. It's got stars up and down the uh, the handle. That's not bad looking. I like that.
1: Oh, and I'm pretty and sure and that's not la- the one you're talking and about. Though last look, the engraved Father's Day uh, 2021 Henry is is still on the wall. Still available, is it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Imagine that. They have a they
1: have a week. They have a week to purchase yeah. this gun. And then after that, that the dollar amount is just going to drop.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you know they're going to take 150 bucks off of it just right off the top of the bat, you know, because nobody's going to buy this.
1: <laughs> your only hope
0: after that is somebody who forgot Father's Day and feels horrible about it and is trying <laughs> to make a, I, I bought it, but it didn't come in. Here you go. Happy Father's Day. Sorry it's late. You know, like that's your only <laughs> hope right there. Like, and that'll only work for like a week or so after Father's Day. After that, they're going to have to like have it re-engraved or, or junk the price on it or something.
1: <laughs> so sad. And you know, the worst part about it is, is once they drop the price on it, you know there's somebody out there who's going to buy it and, and swear, oh yeah, somebody bought this for me for Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to me. That's what I'd
0: do. My family didn't love me enough, so I bought this. Fuck you know? <laughs> it. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'd totally do that.
1: Yeah, well, I got my combo smoker gas grill for uh, for Father's Day. I'm happy.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, they'll give me enough money I can afford a Henry. I don't know. I've got to find ways to finance this shit. Um, even though I can't put rounds through it because there is no 44, but in the hopes that there one day will be. I
1: might have to get it anyway, but, uh, <laughs> no. well, we'll talk about that further as it goes.
0: Right on. So, uh, with that, you got anything else, sir? I do not. Right on. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for downloading, uh, tell other crazy gun people, uh, about this show, uh, so that we have more than, you know, like 70 of you and, uh, we will talk to you guys later. Thank you for being a part of this show. On behalf of Jake Bonner and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.